Hello, it has been a while. Uh, so there was this whole pandemic and we did some episodes over Zoom. I didn't love that so much. But now, finally, we have come back to the Headstuff Studios. And um, from now on, I'm going to be releasing a regular episode every two weeks with a bonus episode going out every other week on Headstuff Plus. Some of these bonus episodes are going to have new, different formats that are different from the regular show, and we will stick some of them up on the main feed to entice you to sign up to Headstuff Plus, which is a great way to support the show and the Headstuff Podcast Network. More on that later. For now, it's good to be back. Please enjoy the show. Phoning it in. Phoning it in. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. Hello and welcome to Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. We're going to kick things off this week with our topic of the week. This week we're talking about bad doctors. Danny, uh, your doctor put you in a coma, is that right? Well, well yeah, but that is right. I'm, you know, I'm only recently awakened from, 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 from the coma. Uh, I, I basically went in, I had, um, you know, I had a scan. I won't, if you don't mind, I won't say what that was in relation to, if you of don't course, mind. Of course, yeah. I had a scan. It's personal, you know, is it? Very P- pri- private. It's a, well, it's a private matter, certainly. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't, <laughs> a, a, a doctor wouldn't ask me that. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but or not would, a bad doctor it, it, might. It, well, a good doctor would have said yeah. something, yes. But I went in for a scan. You know, I, I won't say, it was hangnail related. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't think I'll say any more than that. Yeah. Um, just to protect, there might be children listening. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I think our listeners can read between the lines. But within minutes, I spoke to the doctor. Your man hadn't even put down his pen. And I seem to be completely unconscious. Right. Um, Are you aware of this? Well, I had a certain level of consciousness to my unconscious state. Right. Which I would find very unusual in terms of, I would have assumed coma, you know, you're knocked out. Yes. You know, you're dead to the world. You know, excuse God, forgive me saying dead to the world. Yeah. But I couldn't believe that I was lying there fully aware of my, what was going on around me. But as far as I was also aware, I was completely unconscious. Yeah. Now, I'm not a doctor, Danny. I'm not sure if that's a coma. That that sounds to me like something a bit... Uh... Well, well, explain it to me then. No, I, I can't explain it. Um... Lying there, seeming to be unconscious. Yeah. Sounds unconscious to me, David. Yeah, yeah. Was there any, I mean, like a gas mask or a, a injection me, or anything? He said to me, lie up there, which I thought was excessive for... for as I said, it is private matter, but it was hangnail related. But he said to me, lie up there on the bed. I took, my, I took the position and then I was unconscious. I think I've explained it quite clearly. Yeah, no, you have. OK, well, look, uh, your doctor, Nelly, is on the line. Um, uh, Nelly, you, you say you are a self-confessed bad doctor. Um, uh, you know, just God, I'm more of a rock and roll kind of dude. You know right. what I mean? Like back in the Empire days, you know what I mean? Get yeah. the job done in as easy and quick, uh, pain free. Uh, way like they did in the pirate ships. <laughs> I get you, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you do to Danny? Look, I just said kind of like hop up there. You know, he was all like talking about his hangnail, and I was like sleep, and then he, oh. you know, and then you know, because you, you, I find it best just a lot of the time, just uh, they can be yapping away, and I can't, I can't quite get. You know, it kind of interferes with my practice. You know what I mean? I need absolute zen silence when I operate on a on a patient. You know, and he was kind of just like, "Oh, I'm hang me." Like, maybe don't keep mentioning what the um, yeah, the like, issue was. You know, see, that's the thing. Normally, it's confidentiality. Yeah, not my rock and roll practice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So I kind of have. I, I look. I I've been to Tibet and I've learned a couple of techniques. Um, and this uh, was some kind of hypnosis you did, or it was more of a kind of a pressure point and a really hard command. And um, and I was able to knock him out. But luckily, hey, did we not? I can't. Well, no, I can't. I can break confidential. Did we not remove the hangnail at the end of the day, Danny? I, I will say that to, to, to your credit, uh, Doctor Nelligan, the the hand, the, yes, the hangnail is cured. And can I just say, look, I'm no prude, okay? I, I, you know, I've been abroad. I know about these, you know, alternative, you know, ways of thinking. But I just think to be going unannounced, knocking someone unconscious, that's tantamount to assault, I would say. Yeah, and and you were unconscious for three months. Upwards of three months, three months or more. Right. I and missed, and my, I had a niece. I had a niece was her christening. And you missed it. I missed the christening. My God. I know, and I, I may have been in the running for Godfather. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Nelly, you can't get those moments back. You can't have those moments back, David. No, you, no amount of money will will or compensation can can bring back those lost, cherished moments. Nelly, um, what? Why? Why? Why did you leave Danny unconscious for three months? Well, basically. I, I, it's not like leave them unconscious. Basically, there's a trigger word, which is I love you. And uh, that normally wakes them out of there. But like, people hear that all the time. So I kind of expected that someone might, you know, say it to him on the way home. I love oh, you, yeah, you know, wake yeah, up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then he'd be up. But uh, unfortunately, it's just a guy he's not particularly loved. And it took about three months there. This, uh, is can, that, I, can I say cunt, Dave? Uh, I'd prefer if you didn't. All right, uh, sorry. It, this guy wake up. Danny, is, it, is, that, is it fair to say that you don't have a lot of love in your life? I can I can't I can't believe that it's this is victim blaming. No, no. Me. I mean, I just I, we're just trying to f- figure out why no one would have said that to you while you were in a coma for three months. Well, I, look, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't see the necessity in 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 these these gestures of love that the young people seem to be engaged in. Imagine it from a father to a child saying "I love you" would well, turn your stomach. I'm sorry. So no, I wouldn't it's have a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, it is a bit much. Yeah. It yeah. is the sort of Christian rhetoric I was getting up top. So I kind of hit those pressure points <laughs> <laughs> straight away. Me lie down there, and I'll take care of that hangnail for you straight away. Right. So yeah, it got a bit too religious for you. Then it was you. a bit close. To, it was a bit close to home, you know. Oh, why? Just reminded me. Something reminded me of my dad, you know, and it's just you know he was kind of like. It was, it was, I, look, I was raised to be a good doctor, right? Okay. And I was just the antithesis of my practice. So I'm a, I'm an absolute pirate, rock and roll kind of scientist, kind of doctor guy, you know. And he was just really, really dragging home, you know, what my dad tried to do. He was a good doctor, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and it was just a, just the kind of Christian rhetoric I couldn't get behind. Well, look, your dad is on the line. He's oh been listening, uh, Brian. Um, you're a good doctor. I yes, I am a very good doctor. I am uh, my son, uh, N- Nelligan. Uh, he's gone away from everything I've taught him. Uh, I taught him to be a good doctor. I taught him to follow the science. Yeah. I didn't teach him to be using voodoo from the mountains of Tibet to to knock someone out for a hangnail related. Uh, incident and keeping the confidentiality, of course. Yeah, we may or may not have been. A hangnail. It's yeah. anyone's guess. Yeah. Uh, it's more than just Tibet and voodoo, I do that. No, Nelly, you come from a long line of doctors and uh, you, you've, you've really let the family down on this one. Look, I'm just because I didn't read your book. I've written several uh, books. Uh, you can read the reviews in the, the Irish Times, are very highly rela- uh, read books, but reviewed. But uh, Nelly, listen. When I sent you off to doctor's college and doctor's school and doctor's primary school, uh, this is... I wasn't forcing you onto a certain path. I was letting you be 
the type of doctor you want to be. I know that. But this, this is... Well, hang on then. He, I mean, he's chosen to become a pirate, rock and roll, whatever you want to call it, doctor. Maybe the world needs that kind of doctoring as well. Well, pirates weren't doctors. They didn't, I mean, they gave people lemons. That's all I know. You know, they, 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 don't, they didn't know how to treat scurvy for a very long time. I mean, this, yeah. the pirates cut legs off, put wooden plates. It's not, it's not a career path. Did you have your leg cut off, Danny? From the knee down, yes. Right. Both legs, yes. That does seem excessive, well, Nelly. Well, I actually didn't mind that part, to be honest. No? That was actually quite quite seamless. So I, so I actually commend him on that. Now, I will say, I know the, the segment is bad, Doctors, but I will say that was very well well, well achieved. No, you're very welcome, Danny. Did you notice it gave you a bit of height on that? Yes, and it's really made the difference. Just the top of the presses, you know, that kind of thing. See? Uh, for you. A couple of... Uh, Peg leg type things, or yeah, they're about four foot long. Are the legs now? Okay, yeah, yeah, so, that's gonna add some height. All yeah, right, yeah. I'm sorry they were a bit thin, but I was whittling away. You know, and they just kept getting smaller. You know, so I tried to save them. It must, <laughs> it must be hard to um, to get used to walking around on four foot peg legs. Two of them. Well, you know, my father was a plasterer, so he was. He, that was very common. We'd see a man on stilts in the house. Okay. It actually just felt, it brought me back, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so look, uh, I mean, say what you will about pirate doctors. Uh, they know how to am- amputate. There, and his level of amputation, and I have to say this to my son, I want to tell him when he's doing a good job, and, and I'm looking at uh, your peg legs now, and I think they, they're a fine set of uh, very nice pine wood peg legs. And I'm uh, no, I, I think you've done a great job there, son. But uh, this voodoo Tibetan stuff, it's very hard to explain to people, you See? know, when, when they come to our clinic and you, uh, you're you in the <laughs> stop, don't work your Whoa. voodoo magic on me, son. It seemed like you had him something. there for a second. See? No, Dad. stop, don't. <laughs> I'm asleep. No, stop, <laughs> stop, son. I, I don't work your voodoo. Uh, I think he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Um, can you can you bring him back, Nelly? Just because I'd love to try and. I love you, Dad. Yeah, I love yeah. you. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that, son? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Did you guys? Did you hear much of that when you were growing up? Did you tell each other that you loved each other? No, well, not really, Dad. Did we? It's a house of science. Uh, you know, displays of affection. But you know, of course, I you know did the regular thing. You know, yeah. That, that, What's Checked his, his, you know, his pulse. vitals and uh, all those. Made sure he was alive. And Healthy. He was reading his book. Nutritionally and, and Well, look, I think maybe we could all have a healing moment here if uh, you guys were to tell each other that you loved each other. And maybe Danny as well, just because I know that's been problematic for you and your family. Mm, I, uh, no? I mean... I'll go. I'll go. All right. I'll go. If you, I'll go. If you go, Dad. Well, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do, son. I'll go. I'll go. If you go. No, well, no, I'm not forcing you to say anything, son. I really don't think you have to do this. No, you know, no, Dad, you're not actually forcing me. Like, no, no, I, I really think uh, you're on the radio show and, and you're talking and there's a public and they're making you do this. It's, there's no need to say the, the words. Okay. Okay. It was just me, you know. It was just me raising them. Oh yeah, it was just me. Yeah, and uh, when you're that, when you're on your own, and, and you've got someone like him who just exudes personality and emotion, it can get quite hard. You know, it's not an easy job for a, a doctor. I love you, Dad. Who's you know? Yeah, wake up. I and love I, you, and I love you too. You said us. 
That's amazing. Wow. I, I love my boy. Danny, I love you too, bro. Danny, I, do you want to say? I, I just am devoted to the Lord God, our Father. So that's... <laughs> I'll take it. I, I thank you very I much. I love my boy. I love my boy. I really do. I love him. Great. Well, look, I love when these calls have a happy ending. Danny, obviously, sorry, you can't get those three months back. You'll never be able to uh, revisit the christening of your, was it your nephew, your niece? My, my niece. Yeah. But uh, at least you've got two nice tall peg legs for yourself. So it's um, it's not all bad news. I am the tallest person in Drimna at the moment, actually. Yes. That's great, guys. Thank you all for phoning it in. We're still talking about uh, bad doctors. Um, Brian is on the line. Brian, your bad doctor refused to treat you on moral grounds. Why is that? And hi, David. Thank you very much for uh, taking the call. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Um, Thanks very much. Well, basically, I'm a, I'm a, I suppose what you'd call a, a, a filthy criminal. <laughs> um, you know, I've just been doing it for a long time. Uh, you know, theft, burglary, assault. I mean, murder. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I've been doing it a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm basically, you know, an, an odious person, really. Um, okay. With no, no redeeming qualities at all. Yeah, it sounds like you're being very hard on yourself, though. Right? Like you, you sound like a nice. Uh Decent. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. No, look, I do all the normal things. I go for the few pints, watch the match, that kind of thing. But um, no, I am uh, really abhorrent um, as, as well at the same time. And, okay. you know, it's, it's a career path. That, it, there has to be, you know, I believe life is about light and, light and dark, you know. I mean, someone has to fill those darker corners. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a necessity for, for people like me. There is a role for people like me, whether um, you're willing to accept that or not. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, I will do absolutely anything. And uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to do anything I have... Zero empathy. <laughs> okay, and what exactly happened then that you went to your doctor and the doctor refused to treat you? Um, I went in, I was involved in, um, uh, well, I suppose I better <laughs> keep an eye on my solicitor will be driving me, bringing me now in a minute. Yeah, do, um, do be careful, uh, you know, you right, so a few land yourself people, in any trouble. A few people were killed, right? <clears throat> and I ended up with a big cut right up, it was in my groin actually, to be honest. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, a bit embarrassing. So I went into the doctor, I said, look, I want this done. And he said, oh dear, what happened? And I told him what happened in full detail, you yeah. know, confidentiality and all the rest of it. And apparently he didn't want to treat someone like me. Right. Um, <laughs> did he, I mean, did he offer any explanation or? He, he said he shouldn't be, uh, something along the lines of he shouldn't be patching up the wounds. Uh, he was a very um, ostentatious kind of guy, you know, very kind of arrogant actually. But um, yeah, he didn't want to be patching up the wounds of crime. And, you know, <laughs> do your job, I do mine. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't like, you think I like it every day, getting up, going out, wreaking havoc across the city and its people? Job's think a job. think I enjoy it? The job's a job. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, look, your doctor's on the line. Um, uh, Hans, or Dr. Schrader. Yeah, um, yeah. What's the deal here? I mean, you've 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 given an oath, yeah. Hippocratic oath, to the help Hippocratic people. Hippocratic oath. I'll not patch up the wounds of time. You know, of of crime, of time. Either way, neither. You yeah. know, <laughs> neither. <laughs> Do you not feel that if somebody comes in to your practice, they're bleeding from their groin yeah. profusely? It sounds like yeah. from your groin. There was a lot of blood. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. I. I. I know I should have, but th- this guy, he's doing bad things in the streets. It's just, uh, you know, I have a Hippocratic oath, but I also have a hypocritical 
I'd be a hypocrite because I don't think what he what he did was right. It just shocks me, David. I'm like, yeah. Dr. Schrader, like, with respect, do you not think, oh, have yeah. any fear at all that I'm going to completely ruin your life and destroy yeah. everything you hold dear? He's very threatening. You know, because I'd have no problem doing that. Yeah, he's very threatening when you're treating this man. He keeps coming back. He keeps, I mean, legally, what situation am I in when he comes into my office and, you know, he says, oh you know, hold, take these things, you know, and maybe you might find things and he gives them to you, says, hold on to these things. Uh, like, well, yeah, that does seem a bit... Associated with the crimes the he's crimes, involved with. Yeah. I can't say, obviously, I don't want to put him... And he's making me hold on to these things and then he's saying, oh, patch up this job, it's a woman. Am I liable? Can I go to jail? I don't want to go to jail. Uh, yeah, listen, um, I'm sorry I have to interrupt you. Um, Brian Solicitor is on the line. Um, Brian, mate, you really got to stop talking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really, you could not be implicating yourself any further, mate. Callum, I mean, come on, we were talking about this. Callum, I know we've discussed this a few times, but I just think, look, look at what's happened to me. No one, I, I, the wound is still going. <laughs> You're a gas, mate. I mean, honestly, we have these conversations. We're really trying to help you out. You know, you you know, you were tongue in cheek about the murder up top, and then you, you pretty well, much pretty much just said it outright. Was well, I, I think I'm he's, digging a hole here. Steve. He's kind of danced around. I think you might, you might have made things worse, Callum, because I think he's kind of danced around you, no, that people be... died, but he didn't necessarily use the word murder. I don't think. Did you? Did you go to law school, Dave? That's really <laughs> impressive. No, we have these kind of things come up on the show quite regularly. Um, yeah, listen, um, Brian, I don't think you mentioned the, the M word, did you? You know, people die in my line of work, right? Well, is that all right, Callum? Did I say that? In my line of work too, but usually from not from other people. Now, you're yeah, implicating a line of work there that you might kind of want to veer away from. You're not, you're a community player. This is what we were talking about. You're kind of a, you're a community, you help people out in the community. Sometimes there might be some injuries, fatalities. I actually want to point really more to Dr. Schrader. How dare you, sir? You have an obligation as a, yeah. as a doctor to sow this uh, de- <laughs> depraved criminal, uh, this community player. Yeah, community player, He's yeah, good. Yeah. This guy's good. I don't, how much are you paying this guy? Oh, he's the best. I have. Oh, I give him. I gave him a gemstone the last time. I, I got it from this place uh, in I, Vienna. I feel like I should go to jail. The way you're talking at the moment, it's. Uh, but I don't mind treating him. It's more when he implicates me in situations. He has asked me on occasion, not asked, more threatened to 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 join him, or he brings bodies that aren't totally dead. Makes me complete jobs and that's when I get okay. a patch on his leg it's fine it's just that was sort of Schrader the, man the, honestly you as well you're really <laughs> making this job so hard for me mate you know and it's good it's I, and good. I do think the doctor patient confidentiality there is you know you're really fine line it's uh, you know every way it's What's confidentiality? You know, it's uh, people talk. I talk. We're talking here. Is this? Are we in a confidential conversation now? No, this is no. going out to the public. Listen, this yeah, is the opposite know, of that. I don't really understand. I never understood <laughs> that when they said that confidential. I'm like, what? So I'm not allowed to talk to people in my office. But when I, if I buy a chocolate bar in the shop, am I allowed to tell people about that conversation? I never understood that when they told me that in college. Yeah, I see what you mean. Doctor yeah. college. The, the, the bodies that you brought to your practice, yeah. they, they were living when they left, weren't they not? Because of your fabulous work. No, well, I just refused. <laughs> I refused to, to take their lives. And that was very difficult. But did for me. you help them? Did you... I'd say get them? them out. I said there's no right. So this is more people that you you refuse to treat who are dying. I don't want. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want. <laughs> it's not I so much not that I was. Well I, I wasn't so much asking them to treat them. More of kind of euthanize them. That, that no. would be kind of the yeah. re-elements of. 
that's kind which of which is a treatment of behavior. Which that might be all right. I mean, Switzerland, Switzerland, or you'd be yeah. probably okay. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, they were, yeah, they arrived in some state. Who knows how they got there, isn't that right? Absolutely, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't it was know. clear to know. me when he said, he said that he was the one when, when, when he, you told me in the office, and I don't know if this is confidential or not, but you told me what you did. I don't know if I can say that on the... I'll allow it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm well, I'm quite a bit concerned with with your grasp of confidentiality. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I mean, I, I, Callum I, and I go through this a lot, but don't we, Callum? We we go through this topic a lot because the things that I tell that man. I think we just if you look at us on a kind of Myers Briggs test, we're very emotional guys, and we just like to spill the beans a lot. But <laughs> we have to kind of like fight against our base urges, um, you know, because we just really want to. We'd be the sort of people to sit down on a stoop and just talk your ear off at a at a yeah. teenage party. That's the kind I of understand this because as a doctor, I've got confidentiality. A lawyer, you also have confidentiality. It's like this weird. Brace that they're keeping you in, but you just want to talk. I'm a talker. I don't I'm know a if you're a talker. Yeah, yeah, I'm a talker. Yeah. I like telling people well, things look, that happen in the office. It's entertaining conversation. You that's know, it. So. That's what the show is all about. Yeah. And I imagine all doctors, to some degree, are going around and telling all of their patients' business, oh, yeah. whether it's yeah. to their wives or mm. their, their work colleagues. You know, they of course they are. Priests too. Yeah. They're all oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we know all about the stuff that goes up people's asses, oh. jars and things. I mean, the way, we, should, yes. should we know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard Gere and all that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Richard Gere. I'll represent, I'll represent him now, Dave. You want to <laughs> You want to tread very lightly about the whole show about well, the arse thing. I, I've oh, said too, you've said oh. too much. Okay, well, listen. Um, you did say that Brian was a, what did you call him, a community... He's a community player, Dave. Player. What does that mean? I've never heard that term before. He's just a sort of guy, like, you know, he'd show up with a ladder, you know, if you need a help, uh, you know, cleaning out your house. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy with the ladder, and he'll help you get rid of everything, anything you need. You know, if there's someone kind of giving you all the gob, you know, he'll take care of it for you, you know. He'll be like, get... You know, he'll, have a word, he'll have a word with them, or... You'll have, a, you'll have a very, very strong word, won't you? <laughs> oh, my God, won't you have a very strong you word? You know, I've developed my methodologies over a number of years, and uh, they're extremely effective. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> He's just so charming for a depraved criminal yeah. uh, mur- murderer. I have to say, I've been charmed from the start, Brian. It's been great to talk Thank to you, you and I hope sure. this doctor of yours will get his act together and, and start... Yeah. No, I, I I can see how I'm the bad guy in this situation. Yeah. I, and I, learn I, what com- I, yeah. learn what confidentiality means. Oh no, yeah. It's it's, it's I, a again, serious... I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna retrain. And, go back and to doctor school. I can see how this situation I'm coming yeah. off bad. I don't want yeah. and I need a PR kind of. It's a matter of integrity. Would you consider you know? representing yeah. him, Callum? Would you consider. Look, you know, he's certainly got his hands wet with blood mm, <laughs> over the yeah. years. He's my exactly my kind of clientele. Yeah. I would, I'd be well, very happy to look after you, Dr. Well, Schrader. Thanks so much. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad we've uh, we've got that sorted. Uh, thank you all for phoning it in. As I'm sure you know, phoning it in is just one of many fantastic podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another show you should definitely check out. I'm Trevor. I'm Ed. And I'm Andrea. And we are The The Sinistream Club, where we take a movie that society deems a classic and put it to the Sinistream test, where we ask all the tough questions like, does this movie make any sense? Why isn't Tom Hanks in this movie? How many sandwiches are in this film? What kind of watches are people wearing? Was that sex scene really necessary, says my mother? What trivia does Trev know in Trev's Trivia? What trivia do I know? In Trev's trivia. That's what I said. I, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All these questions and more will be answered every fortnight in the Cine Stream Club. Available from wherever you get your podcasts. And the Headstuff Podcast Network.
There is a new way to support the show, and it's called Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you not only help me to continue making more episodes of this show, you'll also get a heap of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which will be released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. My special guest joining me in studio today is Ireland's only televangelist, the Reverend Dr. Paddy Panache, who preaches his own religion, Wisdomology. It's all in the mind, Dave. It's all in the mind. Wisdom is where it's found, is in the mind. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Wisdomology. Well, I found when I was growing up, I was a wee lad in Donegal that um, I kind of found like I was my inner monologue was kind of talking to the Holy Father himself. And then I thought, why even cut out the middleman? It's me. It's been me all along. It's the wisdom in the mind. Everything that my mind's been telling me has been right. Okay. And I found, I was finding beautiful women. They were like, go and kiss that woman. And I would, and they'd like it. And I'd say, go take that candy bar off the shelf and eat it. It tastes good. And I would. And everything that I wanted was coming to my life. <laughs> right. So you're, you're, li- you're just listening to... The the word of wisdomology. Yeah, in your head. In my head. Okay. Now, can anyone do this? Anyone can do this. Okay. That's what's so amazing about it. Okay. I mean, come to me and ask me if you think that's a good idea, and I'll tell you straight away, man. If if I come to you and tell you, what, what sorry? Just if you come to me and you say, I'm having these, like, uh, I'm having these urges in my mind, you know? Yes. Oh, I'll give you one then, okay? Uh, sure. My neighbor's dog is just won't stop barking all through the night. Yeah. I really have this urge to, I suppose, poison it or or just kill it somehow. That's the word of wisdomology. So I should follow through with that. You should rejoice because you heard the voice. And that's my wisdomology. That's your wisdomology. Okay, wow. Now, some people would say, yeah, but if, if I followed through on that, I could get in trouble with the law, with my neighbor. There'd be some spiritual grounds you could get away with it. Right, so I could just claim that wisdomology told me it was wisdomology. There would be uh, there is there's uh, libelous religion laws. Say the guards, you kind of hey man. Yeah, I was speaking to the voice of wisdomology. Said put a, a little uh, poison pellet in a bit of peanut butter, flick it over the fucking gate, and I, right. and the dog's dead. Yeah, what are yeah, you going to yeah. do? Take that away from me like the Eucharist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny actually. Um, Brian is back on the line. We spoke to Brian earlier. Uh, he's a criminal, self confessed. Um, you're a follower of this wisdomology. Um, absolutely. Um, very excited to talk to you, Paddy. Um, absolutely. Brian, absolutely. man. Um, uh, yeah, You're I'm, the Lord's work, am I, am I right? Absolutely. We'll try my best, as I say. But um, yeah, I suppose for me, it was the first time I kind of heard a voice in my head. There was, you know, a person or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bothering me. and A definite man. And I heard the voice in my head and I said, you know what, I'm going to do... And the, Dave, Dave, can I tell you, now I'm sorry to be crass, but the moment the screwdriver plunges into the man's heart and the yes. gurgling, the noises, you know, just the, the, the viscera of that really just, and I said, this is it. This is, I found a sense of peace and yeah. I think overall a sense of wisdom that I, I think um, should be followed uh, by anyone. And follow the urges, listen to them. That's the voice of and, God. And that person that you uh, stabbed in the heart with a screwdriver, they made a, a full recovery, I presume. And uh, we don't need to get Callum back on or... Um, I think Callum will be probably better place to answer that question. But okay. I will say 
if you haven't done it, do give it a try. Well, like you're talking about poisoning that dog, David. I'd say really just go in, go hands, get hands on. Yeah. Get hands on and just, what what type of dog? Is it large, small, medium sized? Yeah, uh, golden retriever. Oh, lovely. That's perfect. Because you can really get your thumbs right into the golden retriever's windpipe. And it's just, you, to watch the life leave, it's such a beautiful creature, I think we'll all agree. Paddy, you'll, you'll probably attest it's to that. Paddy's a dog lover, yeah. Yeah, a literal, <laughs> literally. Literally dog lover, yeah, absolutely. Because. Uh, with somology. With somology. Reverend, you, you've never killed a dog, have you? No, I that would be a kind of a that'd be kind of counter to what I'd be looking to do with a dog. I'd be a lover of all animals I, because of wisdomology is telling me kiss the dog on a little wet nose, and I do it sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I don't want it, and that's wisdomology. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Um, yeah, have you uh, many followers? I mean, I, I think I have all a, a billion followers, but they're at the moment their their heads are twisted with like you know uh, Muslims, you know, and being a Jew. So other religions get in the way of wisdomology. Okay. No, no, I'm asking that. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Everything gets in the way of wisdom. Uh, It makes me so angry because everyone could be so happy if they give in to the word of the straight male voice in their head, which is wisdomology. Interesting that you identify that voice as a straight male voice. It's always a man. That's the only caveat now. (laughs) Even with women? Yes. Yeah, it's a man's voice. Okay, yes. right. Interesting. It's amazing to hear. Can I just say, sorry to jump in, Dave. It's no. To hear you, it's just, you speak with such clarity about it. Yeah. So articulate. It's very clear. I think everybody at home definitely understanding how this well, works. Well, yeah, you're a very charismatic um, yeah. presence, uh, Reverend. Uh, I guess that's why you're such a popular televangelist. Well, look, you, everyone is, everyone's been following wisdomology, whether they knew it or not. You, with your multi-millions from this podcast. Sure. <laughs> you, you know... You've that was the straight white male voice. Straight white male voice saying, in my head saying, you need to go on, "The world needs another podcast." Yes, <laughs> get some silly billies on. We'll make millions. Yeah, and look yeah. at you. You're doing so great. I'm doing it. Well, listen, it's not everyone's cup of tea, though. Oh, so here we go. Now Jamie is on the line. Jamie, you left the Church of Wisdomology. I'm out. Yeah. Why was that? Well, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. Why uh, do you say that, Jamie? Because uh, what he's done now is he's he's he's, uh, he's basically made the things you think of religion. So it's when you think something, he's managed to make you, and it's very clever because I was obviously, I was in the church for a very long time. Uh, he's made me think that the things I was thinking were actually wisdomology. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the good of it really, that's isn't it? That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and, uh, and even when he's saying it now, I'm thinking, oh God, am I wrong or whatever. But no, he's, no, I didn't make a mistake because it's the things you think are just the things in your head, and that's the, and it's a disgrace what he's doing now. He's, he's let me ask you something though, Jamie. Killing dogs and things like that when it's not as a well. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to the dogs. Let, let me ask you something. Do you think that maybe you made a mistake? Well, I think you know. Blind no, faith, uh, uh, no, do you think that maybe you could have made a mistake? Well, no, because that would you see the way it works with wisdomology and everything like that. Yeah. If I think I did a mistake, that would be wisdomology. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, well, but you're sure that you haven't made a mistake? I'm not sure now because well, I'm in a bit well, of a, that, that sounds like wisdomology. It there. sounds like wisdomology. You want to come back, man? It's very, it's very hard to get around. You know, it's like when he sells these mind games on you. Because I left, and then Jamie, he said, you know, "If you think you want to leave, that's wisdomology making you want to leave." And then that's obviously. Then I'm still in the. I don't know. I, I don't know right. where I am at the point. Well, Jamie, Jamie I thought I was. I came on here because I wanted to tell people to not follow wisdomology. Just think for yourselves. But now I realize. I don't know if I think for myself. Well, what brought you here was wisdomology. You had the thought in your head yeah. to come on. You sound That's like a very it. confused young man. I'm realising that now. 
to be honest, to be honest, Jamie sounds pathetic. Can I just? Well, hang on, Brian. I don't think that's Colfer. Confused. He's thinking. Simple-minded. Yes. Maybe. Foolish, maybe. Okay. Well, Jamie, can I ask? You know, we loved you in Wisdom Miles. You were a real special trooper. And since you've left, man, how have you found not giving in to wisdomology? What are you, what's your pie, what's your life now? I'm very oppressed. Uh, oppressed? Very impressed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you see, because I keep thinking things, you know, maybe I'll think, uh, well, it's, it's Friday, you know, maybe I'll go out and uh, have a few pints with the boys and think yes. that I can go out. But then I think, you know, is that a straight white man making me want to do that? It does sound like something a straight man, so man then I'm, might no, do. I'm, so I'm basically acting yeah. in opposite of what a straight man does. So I'm, I'm basically taking on the, a character of, Sort of a, like a like a bisexual Chinese uh, person is trying what I'm trying to act as at the moment. And how is that working out for you? What's, well, the, what's the what's the pint equivalent of that? Yeah, well, uh, sake quite a lot of uh, and uh, basically there's a lot of issues of cultural appropriation and and I don't want to appropriate anyone else's culture, but I, I have uh, basically in order to get myself out of this religion, I've, I've been acting like a, a sort of bisexual Chinese yes man yeah woman. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know much about Chinese culture, just out of interest? No. See, that's going to trip you up. Yeah. That's tough. And yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful. I just thought the first thing that came to my head yeah. was most people that it's Chinese with most people, so I just went Chinese. But I, maybe I should sure. change. I don't know. It's, or is that me as a straight white man with demology making me think I should change from Chinese to something a bit more? I don't know. Okay, it's well, very difficult for me. Reverend, what yeah. advice would you have for Jamie? Because he sounds confused. Oh, man. It's so hard, man. I can only imagine what's going on in your head. I'd love to give you a little kiss on the head because you're trying to, you're, your heart is telling you and your mind is telling you one direction and you're trying to make up going the other way. Yeah. Drinking sake with a bunch of girls on a Wednesday instead. That doesn't seem like a life well lived. I mean, maybe, uh, well, you know, I'm not a judge because that could be wisdomology for someone else. Yeah, it hasn't been, hasn't been good for me. It hasn't been good for me. But Do I, you think yeah. that wisdomology is leading him down this path to sort of ultimately bring him back to the church. I'm uh, listening to him on, on the phone today. I think he needs to find an alternative. Yeah. You know, or understand something like you're going out in the rain and it's cold and then you go in and find it warm. And you need to come back in where it's warm. Jamie, you need to come back in where it's warm. This is what do you think, long, Jamie? Long well, road. I suppose I've always, uh, all I've, I've used wisdomology and to find out who I am and I suppose um, at least I've narrowed it down, you know, I'm not uh, a Chinese woman uh, yes. who is attracted to all genders. I, I, that's narrowed it down at least, and now I have that down, and maybe I move on to the next one, and my Turkish, you know. Uh, uh, it could be, Jamie, that you're a straight white man well, with a straight white man's voice in your head. And. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, well, let me ask you this mm, Have you killed any dogs? Well, I think uh, I'd have to talk to. Uh, the lawyer before I'd answer that question, but uh, uh, I haven't killed any. I haven't killed any dogs as of yet. Have I had the thought urge to kill a dog in the past, and have I acted on it potentially? Uh, we'll see if uh, Callum is still on the line. Callum, uh, oh, I really, everyone, we're so candid. I found <laughs> with the, um, but has, Dave has never killed a dog. I mean, it used to be back in the day. Oh, we get a sack. You know, a bunch of litters, you know. That's uh, true. Very, you know, casual <laughs> relationship with killing dogs, I found, in this country. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's just what you did with the extra ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and people don't, like, you know, they don't come down hard on farmers or no, people who you know, have a few extra puppies and have to know, do something with them. Give them, a, give them the long wash yeah. in the river. Yeah. So, I mean, is that... It's like a bath, really. Is yeah. that... Um, is that something you've done, Jamie? 
Well, I've been, I, I mean, I've been doing some work as a community player recently. Uh, okay. Uh, I've been kind of, I mean, switching careers and that kind of thing. And yeah. I've been doing a bit of work as a community player. And I've, maybe I've done some things I wouldn't be, I t- let's say, totally like proud of, I suppose, that I wouldn't be wanting printed in the community newspaper. And Brian, but, is he working in the same community? Are you guys yeah, uh, co-workers? It's, it's very similar to a CE scheme. So it's a community, CPE, community player enterprise. Yeah. But, oh, um, so you're like a mentor or... Well, I've, I would be kind of a lead in terms of community players in kind of my jurisdiction, I suppose you want to call it, um, which is the whole island. I will. <laughs> there's not a, not a corner of this country that I, I won't uh, destroy. Um, but um, uh, yeah, so kind of he's been kind of working under me for a long time. And I think, look, this whole thing, you know, straight white men, straight white men have been running the West for a long time. And isn't it going great? It's good. Isn't everything it's hard to argue, I suppose, yeah. against how good things have been going lately. Everything's been going so well. <laughs> uh, Wisdomology is just the next step. And I welcome yeah. everyone's €60,000 a year in joining Wisdomology. Yeah. 60000 Yes. That's not bad. It's, it's pretty good. good. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, to get to do whatever yeah. you want. And you'll find when you do everything you want, you have uh, extra change in your back pocket. Yeah, well, Brian can attest to that. You're, you're doing I mean, great. 60 grand, I, I could earn that very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I won't, I won't tell you what, what I could do for 60 grand, but I would do... Uh, Absolutely anything. Jamie, very quickly, running out of time. Yeah. Are you going to rejoin Wisdomology? Are you? Well, it's quite good. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing it now. I'm thinking about doing it. So I suppose that means I'm probably back in. What a result for Wisdomology. I'm afraid we're out of time. I want to thank all my callers today, but I especially want to thank the young hot guys, Tony Cantwell, Shane Danburn, and Killian Sunderman. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? I'll go this way around the room. Killian. I don't have anything I want to plug. <laughs> <laughs> Not anything. Oh no, I do, I do, I do. I have a podcast called MK Ultra Film. Uh, it, you can look at it on wherever you're listening to this, and you'll find it. You oh, cool. To it. What, what's it about? Film, movies, movies, films. Yeah, and it's a film review podcast. Yeah. Who, who is it with someone else? It's a guy called Mark Byrne. Yeah. Daddy, okay, yeah. definitely. And you're in a band, you skank. I'm in a band. We have a gig on the third of <laughs> December. He's Thank got you. A gig. Yeah, we've got a gig on the third of December in Bello Bar. Uh, you want to come to that as Bello well? Bar. Two things. He's back. Yeah. Amazing! Oh, fun. Uh, what what kind of band is it? Rock, rock music, rock and roll, rock and roll, rock out, rock out. Uh, with Tony, cocks inside of trousers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've Vicker Street show um, in the twenty fifth and sixth of March, and their tickets are, tickets sell, tickets are almost gone for that, um, but there's still a few left. Um, so mm. do check that out. And also doing uh, stand up to hunger for the Yemen food crisis. That's in Liberty Hall, and that's on the twenty sixth of November. And there's still some tickets for that fabulous lineup. Um, loads of people on it. Great. And Shane? Uh, I guess I'll just plug my own Instagram, Shane Danburn, because I all my gigs are sold out for the upcoming future. Um, <laughs> but I also will have a big show next March, but it's not announced yet. So, <laughs> I don't know, come to that when I tell you it's on. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys thank you to Headstuff Podcast Network for having us and to Bobby Ahern for our theme music that's all for this week thanks for listening this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network